Psalm 100 this evening, Psalm 100. I want you to look at, uh, let's just read all five verses, and uh, then we'll just look at verse 4 and 5 here this evening. The Bible says, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves, we are his people, in the sheep of his pasture. Verse number 4 and 5 will be our text verse this evening. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. And enter into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endureth to all generations. We, uh, when we get to give thanks to God, we get to show a proper response to love of God. We had two other points to begin this morning and this evening. I just want to talk about this one point and that's this. Giving thanks, it responds to the love of God. Giving thanks responds to the love of God. He says in verse 4, the psalmist, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and enter into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. You know, these verses there, I'm sure, most likely they speak of the people of Israel entering into the gates of Jerusalem with a spirit of, of gratitude, with a spirit of thanksgiving. But I believe we could also look at this as we come into the, the house of God, or the local church, this place here this evening. As we come into the house of God, we ought to come with a spirit of thanksgiving. The reality is this, every single person here this evening, you have something to be thankful for. Every person. You may be going through some difficulties in life, there may be some problems that you're facing, but each and every one of us have something have something to praise God for. And this evening, as we study these two verses, I want you to be thinking. Just be thinking. What do you have to be thankful for? Verse 4 says this, enter into his gates with thanksgiving. We come to the house of God, we ought to come with a spirit of thanksgiving. Thanking God. Not just this week, because this week is Thanksgiving week. I looked this morning, I showed you this morning, all the way back in Leviticus, where God said, set aside a time, set aside a day where we are thankful. We're thankful to him. We show our, our heart of thankfulness. You know, we, we, um, we, we are thankful, and we can show that thankfulness through worship. We can have that heart that God uh, asks us to have toward him. You know, many people think of worship as music, and more specifically, they may think of it as a particular style of music, but music is only one form of worship. It's not just music. God, God isn't just worshiped through music, and music isn't the only way to worship him. You know, you can worship God without a single instrument. We don't need instruments. We, we don't necessarily even need singing to worship God. You don't need music to get into the mood to say thank you to God. Every single one of us can worship God, and we ought to be worshiping God with our heart in thanksgiving of what he's done. Worship is a state of heart that gives respect and our adoration to God. This evening, right now, right now, you can be worshiping God. You can worship him because your heart is in a place where you're giving respect and adoration to him. You know, worship, it's an expression from your heart of worth, the worth of God. 
He's worthy of our praise. He's worthy of our worship. And I want to challenge us this week as we come into the week of thanksgiving. We ought to enter into his, his presence, enter into his gates, the Bible says, with thanksgiving. You know, one of the ways that we worship God is by giving thanks to him. In fact, thanks also involves giving. I read of a story during a harvest festival in India, a poor elderly widow. She arrived at her church with a, a very large offering of rice. And for more than, much more than she was expected to give, when she came to this church, when she came with this offering, they knew that amount of rice was more than this widow she could afford. The pastor of the church, she, he didn't know her that well, but because he knew she was poor, he asked if she was giving the offering in gratitude for some unusual blessing. And the lady replied this. She said, yes, my son was sick, and I promised God a large gift if he got well. And your son recovered, the pastor asked, and the, the widow answered this. She, she said, no, he died last week. But I know he is in God's care. And for that, I am especially thankful. She asked God, but she knew this, but she could be thankful even if God didn't answer the prayer the way she wanted it answered. She was still thankful because she knew that her son was in the presence of God. Never with another heartache, never with another hurt. You know, we ought to have a a spirit of, of thankfulness. We ought to have a spirit... That comes with worship as we come before God. You know, Job is another one. Job, in, 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 there's some indeed, some of, some of our greatest opportunities to worship the Lord is during difficult times. There are some, and even as I look out across these here in our room, I, I know that there's some that are going through difficult times. I know that you're going through times of loss, but I want to remind you in Job 1, verse number 20, then Job arose and rent his mantle and shaved his head and fell down upon the ground and worshiped. And said this, naked came I out of my mother's womb and naked shall I return thither. The Lord gave and the Lord hath taken away. And this was his response, blessed be the name of the Lord. Even in difficult times, we ought to worship the Lord. Even in times of sorrow, in times of hurt, in times of burdens, here we find where even a man that's lost much, he still said, blessed be the name of the Lord. This week, I'm going to challenge us as we think about Thanksgiving. This evening, I don't think we ought to wait till Thursday. We ought to start this evening just worshiping the Lord for his, his, his many blessings. You know, no matter what our situation, in everything we have something. In everything we have something for which we can thank the Lord. For everything, we have something where we can praise Him. In everything, we have something where we should worship the Lord. And think about this this evening. What a tremendous blessing to be able to praise the Lord for something He's done in our life. We have a God that's real. There's so many that pray to, to gods that aren't real that can even, can't even hear their prayers. But as we looked at this morning, those that have trusted in Jesus Christ, those that go to God through Jesus Christ, we have a real God that hears our prayers. 
we have something to be thankful for. Also this evening, we ought to come before the Lord with gratitude. He says this, enter into his gates with thanksgiving, enter his courts with praise, be thankful unto him and bless his name for the Lord is good. We ought to say amen right there. No matter what you're going through, the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. His truth endureth to all generations. And we ought to have a spirit of gratitude. Psalm 100, it concludes with the reasons we are to give God thanks. For the Lord is good. His mercy everlasting. His truth endureth to all generations. We see this, that God, His goodness to us, it's made available to us His everlasting mercy. In truth. You know, the Apostle Paul noted that God, he gives us victory in life. In 2 Corinthians 2.14, the Bible says this, Now thanks be unto God, which always causeth us to triumph in Christ. Isn't that a good verse? Now thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ. How could we not be thankful? when we have the promises of God that he gives us? How can we not be thankful when we have Jesus Christ? Charles Spurgeon, a great prince of preacher, he, he said this, when we bless God for mercies, we usually prolong them. When we bless God for miseries, we usually end them. <laughs> Praise is the honey of life which a devout heart extracts from every, every bloom of providence and grace. Isn't that so true? He said, the heart that blesses God through good times and bad, it's the heart that, me, that understands what it means to be thankful. We are not supposed to just bless God and thank Him when all of our needs are met. God is good all the time. This, this week, starting this evening, let's not just be thankful this year if everything in our this past year was the way we wanted. God was good even in your darkest trial this year. God is still good. God is still good. We can't forget that. The heart that blesses God through good times and bad, again, I say this, is the heart that understands what it means to be truly thankful. You see, it's the heart that understands that no matter what happens in our lives, God is good, and He is God. And He forever, forever deserves our praise. I said that this, this morning, it's been said this, the art of thanksgiving is thanks living. We ought to live a thankful life. We ought to live every day, not just on Thanksgiving, not just this week, not just this time of year, but every day for a Christian. If you are a child of God, every day ought to be a day. Your life ought to be described as a thanks-living life, where every day you're thankful for who God is. Every day of the year, you reflect on, the, on a heart for God. You acknowledge the goodness of God, and you respond to the love of God and the love of God for His children. This evening, if this week, as you think about Thanksgiving, if the highlights, the greatest highlights is turkey and football, you're missing out. If it's material things, you're missing out. 
you're missing the greatest opportunity. The greatest opportunity you have today is to give God thanks. The greatest opportunity we have today as children is enter into his gates with thanksgiving. What an awesome opportunity we have to thank and praise God. We give God praise and thanks. Not only for the things that he blessed us, not only for life, not only for health, not only for family and friends. We thank him and we praise him and we should be thankful because he is the creator and he gave us his son, Jesus Christ. You see, if you're here this evening and you look at life and you wonder, what is there to be thankful for? You look at all the things happening around our world. You look at all the disasters. You look at all the hurt. You say, what is there to be thankful for in this life? Maybe you look back over the course of your life and you see a lot of burdens and you say, what is there to be thankful for? Maybe you have spent many years at this time of year not wanting to even to, to, to think about Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year because life has been so difficult. I want to introduce you to Jesus Christ this evening. You say, I've got nothing to be thankful in life. I want to introduce you to someone that you can be so very thankful for and his name is Jesus. Jesus left his home in heaven and came to this earth, born in a manger. We celebrate that next month. And born in the manger for one reason. He came so that he could give his life so that you could have everlasting life. He's giving his life. God said this uh, for, for, uh, in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he, what, he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God is offering each human being a free gift. It's a gift. But you must open that gift. Every single person is able to receive that gift. God is not willing that any should perish, but all to come to repentance. He desires for you to know His Son, Jesus Christ. The Bible says this, if you would repent of your sins and trust Jesus Christ, have faith, put your faith in Him. This isn't about religion. It's not about a religious experience. It's not about how good of a person you are. It's not about what church you're a member of. It's not about being baptized. It's about having a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. If you would trust Jesus Christ, if you would accept that free gift of salvation, if you would trust Christ as your Savior, He can forgive you of your sins. He'll give you eternal life. And you, maybe for the first time in all your life, if you've never done that, you can have true joy. You can have peace. You'll have something to be thankful for. Jesus said this, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. We find here in Psalm 100, there is only one God. He said this, the Lord, he is God. There's only one God. There's only one way to that God, and that one way is Jesus Christ. Every single person here this evening, you can be thankful that you can know God. You don't have to aimlessly go through life wondering and questioning, am I good enough to get to heaven? What's my eternity going to look like? What's here after death? What's going to happen to me? You can have all of those questions answered in God's word. God says this, that he loves you. Man, man sinned and man because of that sin cannot be in the presence of God but God said I desire to redeem mankind and he sent his son Jesus Christ and all those that trust in him are redeemed back to God and that is something that we can be thankful for 
But to praise him for that this evening. If you're here tonight and you have never trusted Jesus, you said, boy, I, I've sinned a lot. Jesus died for every sin you've ever committed. I've sinned really, really bad. Jesus died for even really, really bad sins. Matter of fact, he died for the worst of them. And he's not willing that any should perish, but all to come to repentance. If you don't know him this evening, I pray that you'll trust him. I pray you'll accept that gift of salvation. You know, he is our creator. And he wants you to be a part of his family. Christian, today, no one should have to coax us into finding something to be thankful for. No one should have to twist your arm to make you think of something you're thankful for. Gratitude should already be in our hearts. Gratitude should already be on our lips. You know, just as earthly parents delight in, in hearing their children say, thank you, I believe our Heavenly Father also desires for us to take, to take the time necessary to say thank you. Maybe it's been some time. Maybe there's been hurt and sorrow in your life. But this evening, I want to challenge you. Right in your heart right now, maybe for some have to hit that reset button, but hit that reset button and say, God, thank you. And think about the mercies Think about his goodness. Think about his grace. Every single person that's a child of God has something to be thankful for. Every person that is not saved has something they can be thankful for. And that is this, if you'll trust Jesus Christ as your Savior.